Sam to be the starting quarterback. I think you saw, saw cl- pretty clearly that they completely stopped. They weren't letting us get up the tunnel. It just seemed like such a sophomore ploy to try to keep us out of our locker room. And uh, he, he looked like he was the ringleader of the whole thing. So Fourth down at two. In the gun. Trips to the right. Snap. Blitz is on. Pockets tight. Oh. Bailey Zappi tip. Intercepted. Connor Gordon. Down the right side. 30, 20, 10. And shoved out of bounds. Hour 3, Toby and TJ with you here on The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. Tanoga Tuesday, October 25. Hey, this show brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. XOE is where you can find those aforementioned bad boy mowers. They got the full line of bad boys there at Extreme Outdoor Equipment. They've also got the very cool CF motos. Teddy's got one of those. Four-wheelers, utility vehicles, and side-by-sides. CF Moto is the fastest growing brand in the entire power sports industry. And Extreme Outdoor Equipment is where you can find them. Locally owned and operated by the Abel and Yarnell families of Newcastle. Their staff has a combined 90 years of RV industry experience. Uh, they're great. Go check them out. Extreme Outdoor Equipment there in Newcastle. All right. Um, We've played that clip now three times, TJ, the Jim Harbaugh clip from Saturday. Well, yeah, from Saturday. He is upset at James Franklin. James Franklin was upset at him. Penn State and Michigan played Saturday. Michigan pounded him pretty good. Apparently, both teams there in Ann Arbor go through the same tunnel, kind of OU Texas-ish, to get to their locker rooms. Um, Penn State went in first and then just kind of, I guess, clogged up the tunnel and wouldn't let Michigan get to their their locker room. And there was some shouting and yelling, and there was a skirmish. And uh, Harbaugh was asked about it because um, Franklin said they got to change the way they do things here at Michigan. It's ridiculous that both teams have to go through the same tunnel. And... You heard what Harbaugh said there. He called it sophomoric and that James Franklin was the ringleader of trying to keep Michigan from getting to their locker room on Saturday. Um, I don't know why, but coaches in college football going at each other gives me so much joy. Well, it's fun when they do. It's fun when they do, especially when one of them can be as irritating as, as Harbaugh can. 
I mean, just I look at his him. dumb face. It's just irritating to looking the list at him. Of, uh, let's see. I can add him to the list of guys you hate. Jim Harbaugh. Is there anybody that likes Jim Harbaugh? I don't even think his fans like or players like him. Josh Heupel, Dusty Baker. Okay. Is Jim Harbaugh left-handed? I can't remember. No, he's right-handed. Okay. Um, I mean, I think Michigan fans were upset with him or disappointed. He, he's It's that same situation where you've got one of the all-time greats in school history, a la Scott Frost at Nebraska. Uh, unlike Scott Frost, went on to do great things in the NFL as well. And they brought him back as the knight in shining armor, you know. Uh, the prodigal has returned. And so they love Jim Harbaugh. But they were disappointed in how things were going until last year, Tej. Last year they smoke Ohio State. They go to the college football playoff. Here they are again this year undefeated and looking really good. I think Michigan fans are pretty happy with Jim Harbaugh right now. Don't you? Yeah, I know. He's definitely swung things back in his favor. So I just don't know. I mean, credit them to be that high profile of a program and to have given him the time that he needed to get to this spot because it took him way longer than it should have. And they stuck with him. So, and it's not, that's not. Uh, how those proper programs normally work in today's world. So I'll credit him because he has turned it around. We do not allow, we do not have patience anymore, do no, we? No, no. I mean, it's the conversations we're having about Sarkeesian. It's the conversations earlier this year when people were, uh, after a three-game losing streak, saying, Brent's not the guy, it's time to make it's a change. So Halfway through year one, right. this isn't going to work. Yeah, I knew it was going to be like this. I tried telling everyone. You did? Yeah. Now, tell me again why you don't like Jim Harbaugh. Again. He looks stupid. Some of these guys just fall into this category where I look at their stupid face and I say, look at that guy's stupid face. And he annoys me with his pants, the fact that he wears them up to his chest, um, his glasses, his hat. Everything about Jim Harbaugh bothers me. The way that he came in trying to... uh, reinvent the wheel of college football those first few years in the program. That's one thing that he quit doing and started being a little bit more normal. Not taking trips to Paris and doing these training facilities in weird places. Yeah. And yeah. So, I know, he just bothers me. I think I'm catching on to a thing. Harbaugh, stupid pants, weird face, <laughs> Dusty Baker, Stupid gloves, <laughs> dumb face. toothpick. Big shoulders, looks like shoulder pads. Josh Heupel gets off the bus and you say, look at his stupid face. Yeah, <laughs> he can't even high-five properly. Oh, it's just a lot of you don't like the way people look, so you decide you that's hate some it. Uh, That's some of it. That's some of it, but it's all encompassing. It's, it has Kids, to do what with... an example if you're headed to school today and you're going to see your classmates walk in the halls. What a great example this is for you, how you should treat Josh other humans is just a jerk simply too. on how they look. Look, I don't know if uh, Harbaugh's a jerk. I like to think that I know that he is. Dusty's probably the this. nicest guy in the world. He seems like he'd be a nice, loving grandpa. Josh Heupel's a jerk. Since we're, since we're, since we're judging whether we like coaches or not based on how they look, uh, how do we feel about Bill Belichick? Uh, very charismatic. <laughs> 
Yes. And uh, <laughs> I like him a lot. <laughs> I just like to tease when I don't a like them about fashion. the way they look. I just, I just, when I don't like them, I like to tease about the way they look. A lot of it does have to do with uh, certain things on the field or their coaching style or how they act on the sideline. It's but not you're talking about, about successful our... coaches here. It is. Uh, well, I don't think Jim Harbaugh is a successful coach. I think he's Come lumped on. into some stuff here in the last couple of years. Super Bowl backed into a Super Bowl. Even before he got to Michigan, he did. Yeah, he did some great things. I mean, it, it just can I just not like, like certain people? But you pick weird people to Do like I? and not like. Yes, there are a lot of people that don't like Phil Mickelson. I'm not okay. alone in that. No, that's true. That's true. But we're there are a lot of people now. around here that don't like Josh Heupel. I'm not alone in that. I I don't know any of those people. I don't know any of those people. I believe you. I could introduce you to one. He's on the station every Tuesday afternoon with the rush. I don't think that's true at all. <laughs> I'm not I can't speak for him, but I like I to think I don't think that's, that's true. true at all. I like to think it is. He led Oklahoma to a national championship. Uh, Josh Heupel, the, the player, reason is Bob's different. Bob's got a ring. Josh, I've always said this. Josh Heupel, the player, is different than Josh Heupel, he's the not. adult. He's, he's the exact same person. You can't do that to somebody. You can't do that to somebody. People do it all the time with a spouse. You know, I used to like you when I was married to you. Now I can't stand you. But you were pretty good back in the day. You're not married to Josh Heupel. Just saying, it happens. I'm just uh, you not fall out you, of favor with people. Not that you don't have to like. It Jim really Harbaugh, bothers Josh you Heupel. that I don't like Josh Heupel. I just think it's weird that you don't like some of the people you don't like, but you love Nick Saban and Bill Belichick. Come on, man, that's weird. <laughs> They're lovable old grumpy curmudgeons, and I like them. If you just didn't like everybody, that would be different. It's like, oh, he doesn't like anybody, but you do like some people. And they're really hard people to like. I'm probably a hard person. I'm just to trying like. to. I'm trying to unlock how you are. How you get to be liked by T.J. Perry? Look, don't try to unlock this brain. The greatest. Uh, you know. Dave Aranda floats your boat. <laughs> He's a robot. With absolutely zero, zero personality, no charisma at all, and uh, you just think he hangs the you moon. Stop a team at the goal line, no reaction or emotion. I kind of yeah. dug that. Dusty Baker's got stupid gloves. Stupid Look at those gloves. Stupid Look at those gloves. Stupid rubber gloves. I don't know. It's just I I I'm not saying who you He's should ruin pitchers' like. careers. I'm just choose trying on to get that to the toothpick. I don't know. I just don't don't like certain guys. I can't tell you why. I make up some of it for you just to make it, uh, just to bug you about pants or gloves or something. But the gloves are stupid. You have to admit. The gloves are bizarre unless he's got a circulation issue. And he's an elderly man. He's probably in his 70s now, right? I don't know any other elderly people walking around in rubber gloves. I know of well, circulation I, issues. I see people who have to wear socks and gloves. Socks, for sure. I've issues. heard of socks. Yeah. 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 But, it, but maybe not. Maybe he just wakes up and says, boy, I like the feeling of wearing gloves. So I'm going to wear <laughs> gloves. I don't know. That would be weird. I'm just giving him the benefit of the doubt. I don't know. <laughs> But it's no weirder 
than the hobbit Bill Belichick in his cutoff sweatshirt hoodies and whatever bizarre thing he wears from week to week. Oh, we love that. There apparently was a discussion last night where you were amongst a lot of people that don't like Josh. How about that? I was among people who don't like Josh? Yeah. What do you mean? Uh, at the coaches show. Apparently this I was didn't... a discussion in the group last night with some people. Oh. You mean in the audience? The audience, yes. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I've never met any I've never met anyone who has voiced anything other than than that they love him and wish him the best. Now, I'm not naive to think that there aren't people out there who feel otherwise, but teammates, guys who coached with him, people at the university who worked with him, all that kind of stuff. His wife was lovely. He has been very kind to me through the years. I've got nothing but glowing things to say about Josh Heupel. I'm sure that there are people who would say otherwise. I'm sure there are people who don't like me very much. I don't know. but <laughs> I've met some uh, of them. Something has happened with you. You know something you're not telling me is why you don't no, like him. I think you think there's this big mystery. There's no mystery surrounding There's got to be there's because just other, just otherwise not. it makes no sense. There's got to be a story. I'm I'm in the dark on something. If you were, I would let you in off the air if it was something I couldn't say on the air. I know you're the, not in the dark story. You're not, you're I know, the I'm dark. aware of that. I right. Then, then like, that's the same to me as saying, I don't care for Steve Owens. Never have. <laughs> it's not the same. What's He's the a, same? Steve Owens is a lovely gentleman. Well, what's the difference? Uh, Steve Owens is a lovely gentleman, and uh, Josh Heupel, I don't believe is. I think he's a jerk. So there must be something you know then. No, the way he's acted at times, um, it's different. It's just you can deal with people and realize this guy's not very likable. Okay, but I would venture to say I've been around Josh Heupel. Way more than I have. 50 times more than you have in my life. Absolutely doesn't take much for so me to think you're a jerk. Can you not take my word for it? You know what? Toby's been around him a lot. He says he's a good dude. No? Um, I'm sure you do believe that, and I'm sure he is in your world. <laughs> but you're not going to take my word for it. I'm not taking your word for it, no. <laughs> All right, very good. It would ruin my shtick Anyway, here. back to Jim Harbaugh. That's uh, how we got started on <laughs> Yeah, Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> that's right. Jim Harbaugh. And the guy at uh, Penn State, who uh, James Franklin, boy, that guy seems like a jerk, doesn't he? James Franklin. Um, kind of like that along. guy. Kind of like that guy. They're not getting along very well, so uh, that I find that amusing. <laughs> Kirby Smart wants uh, Florida, Georgia to go home and home. He is not happy. You know, they're they're having the world's largest outdoor cocktail party, uh, which I don't think we're supposed to call it anymore. Uh, going on this week. And Kirby says, I'm done with this. I don't want to play it here in Jacksonville anymore. He thinks it is a recruiting disadvantage that they, you know, can't host recruits like they would get to at a home game. This happens at OU Texas every year, TJ. The home team, I I can't remember exactly what the rules are, but the home team is allowed to invite recruits to the game but they can't have face-to-face interaction with them because it's not on their home field. So it's not exactly like 
a home game. But it's still the OU Texas game, you know, and it's very cool for the recruits to get to see, so they bring in a lot of people every year. Uh, Kirby does not feel the same about Florida, Georgia. Um, and so he says uh, the time it, it, this game has ran its course, basically. What do you think? Uh, that's why Kirby Smart's a jerk, and I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I might be able to get behind that one. I'm not sure. <laughs> Although I'm a little surprised. You would feel that way since he's won a national championship and he's in the SEC. This person so. says, stupid face. Have you looked in the mirror? Yeah, I've got a stupid face too, all right? 819, we'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. RK Blatt brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. Document management, scanners, printers, fax machines. They do it all. Been doing it since 1952, helping your small, medium-sized business. 405-943-9800 or rkblack.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Obviously, the football gods are against Toby for questioning our defense. Hello, Sam. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Uh, Caleb Williams would be way worse, especially the fingernail polish and waterworks after the Utah loss. That would both that would be that would be tough. I don't know if it would be worse, but it would be tough. Uh, Gunny says the Colts are dead to me now. <laughs> I don't blame you, Gunny. <laughs> Maybe you only have to put up with it for you know how many games are left? Nine, eight, nine. We've played seven. So just, so just get through the ten. rest of the season, then you can come back. You Plus know. the playoffs. Uh, hey, Toby, people root for their team while not liking their quarterback all the time. There were thousands of passionate, diehard Browns fans that hated Baker Mayfield. Thousands of lifelong Jets fans didn't like Sam Darnold. You can root for your Colts without being an Elling- Ellinger fan. Well, it's new to me. I mean, normally I root for whoever's on my team, <laughs> so this is going to be difficult. But, I'm, I mean, I'm going to have to. Uh, let's see here. At least you know Sam is loyal, not so much with Caleb Williams. I brought that up earlier, that he'll he'll play for you. He'll, he's, a, he's a gamer. <laughs> I love how everybody's twisted this into a Caleb Williams thing. <laughs> it's a, it is fun. The only thing worse would be Mule Shoes saying we're back one- after winning the Pac-12. One year ago right now, the love for Caleb Williams on this station exceeded Josh Heupel, Baker Mayfield, (laughs) Kyler Murray combined. And now I find out Sam Ellinger is going to be the starting quarterback of the Colts, and it's like, well, at least it's not Caleb Williams. That jerk. Uh, Sam was the Dollar Tree Tim Tebow in college. Uh, Skylar Thompson started game or yeah. two for the Dolphins also this year. Does That's Chase right. Daniel uh, count as Big 12? Uh, Yeah. Is he still around? Chase Daniel still playing? Is he backing somebody up still? That seems like I heard his name the other day. Yeah, he's Big 12. Uh, ask Toby what the cutoff date is for becoming an OU baseball fan. I know last year it was the end of the regular season. That wasn't me. You, that's, uh, you, you got uh, some of the Twitter army to deal with there. 
Um, you, could a, you could be an OU baseball fan. Why wait? Why wait? Why aren't you just in already? Yeah. Why weren't you before? Right. But now that you're in, welcome. I'm all in on the Texas hate, but how would Toby handle it if his daughter ever brought home a young suitor named something like Austin, Dallas, or Houston? <laughs> well, I know plenty of Austins. I, I, uh, There's been plenty I, of Austins that play for OU over the years. Yeah, I don't think that would bother me. I, I think what they were going to say there is what if he was a big Texas fan. That's where I thought they were going. Yeah. And that would be an issue. That would be an issue. I would allow her to take her time breaking up with him. I wouldn't make her do it right away, but eventually it would have to happen. <laughs> Gonna have to let him go, dear. Uh, I agree with Toby. I'm sure there's a picture of Ellinger as a kid running around in a Manning would, jersey. I don't think my daughter would do that, by the way. I think that she knew it would hurt too much. I think if she found out there was a young, hey, you know, daughters like to get back at liked. dads once they hit, you know, 15, 16, 17, and start dating. And there's some things there. They they uh, they get rebellious. She shows up in a Texas jersey. She says, my boyfriend loves Texas. I'm all in now. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it happens. <sighs> it happens. That's that's a devastating scenario you've drawn before <laughs> me. Uh, programs with winning cultures are not reduced to petitioning the NCAA to steal national championships from a service academy. Oh, they're going wow. back to the Hunziker comments, that's I think. A sh- that's a yeah. shot at the Hunziker, I believe. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, this was a battle between a program with a winning culture and a program that does not have a winning culture. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> I wonder what John was thinking as he's going through this line. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, if OU beats OSU this year, and I know that's a big if, but if they do, it's really going to be hard for me to not say something smart aleck like that. Like, Just repeat the same line. Yeah. I, I'm already in weeks in advance telling you I know me, and it's going to be really hard for me to not fire a shot. I won't, probably, but just, it's going to be very hard. Just have it go through your muscle. You know, Tobe, that's the difference uh, between a winning program and a losing a program. Between a program with a winning culture and a program that does not have a winning culture. Where's uh, your sooner magic now? Isn't that what he said? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Billy Packer milked the final four way too long. I think Kevin Harlan is the best of them all. I Have agree. a great day, guys. Well, then, that's a good – I would pick Kevin Harlan over Ian Eagle. Oh, I would too. Absolutely. I wonder how Ian got the gig. What an interesting choice. I, probably with their guys and who they have available to them, he was the next biggest name. What about Kevin? Kevin does the NCAA tournament. But isn't he – well, I guess he can do both. I mean, between his NBA stuff, but well, – You're asking him to stay one more weekend. Right. He's no, doing you're right. the first you're right. round. He's doing the Sweet 16. You know, he always works with uh, Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller, yeah. yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Uh, how much for Toby to do shirtless and in Daisy Dukes standing in front of the Stop. bad boy – Stop it. I hang the picture next to my hot tub. Speaking of time to get in, love you guys. Oh, you sooner girl for life. Get out of here. Get out of here. You've gone too far now. I was hoping the big news about the broadcasting world was y'all being able to use your own voice highlights. 
Yeah, I wish. No, not that big. It's just that Jim Nance will not be doing the Final Four anymore. However, we will be able to play for you every Jim Nance highlight from the NCAA tournament, as well as highlights of every other NCAA tournament game this year, except for the ones OU is in. Uh, I was unclear yesterday if Toby didn't like the flavor or was it just the messiness of the powder? So we're going back to the Frito. The Frito. The Frito. Yeah, this These is really important thing. Is this the same person? That's no, a, I don't me? think so. Okay. I don't think so. I found that the dusting, there was like a jalapeno dusting on the chips. I found the dusting to not be as I didn't I didn't like the taste of it and I didn't like the fact that I got jalapeno dust all over me when I was eating them so both it was fine but I didn't like it as much as I thought it would I would prefer to have like a jalapeno cheese the jalapenos in the dip and just a plain chip that's that's my final decision on the chip is there a press conference today yes 11:15 yes, yes there is yes um, if a snack isn't involved, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> this right. one says. So, uh, what do you think Texas final records going to be? I they're five and three right now. Mm-hmm. They have Kansas left. They go. Oh, I got it right here. Okay. They go at Kansas State. I think they lose that game. Or you want me to do this as you go along here, or just tell you the I record thought, at the I, end? I thought I had it up. I thought I had it. Go ahead and say something else because I thought I had it and I clicked off of it, so I can't remember. Uh, well, I'll say this: if uh, Adrian Martinez is healthy, I think that they they lose that game. If there's quarterback questions and everybody uh, health concerns, I'll reevaluate that one. So that they're game off comes this around. week. They're right. off this week. So right. Two weeks at Kansas State, then TCU. In Austin, mm-hmm. then at Kansas, then Baylor. So it would not shock me if they did this. They lose at K-State, come back, he gets another big win against TCU, who is leading the Big 12 at that point, gives him another you know, close loss to Alabama, blowout of OU, beat TCU, who was number one in the conference at the time, and then they turn around and lose at Kansas the next week. Then what do they do to Baylor? I would not be shocked if they lose that game too. But so that's six and but six. I will say they split those last four. I say that they so they, seven and five. I say they go seven and five. Yeah, five and seven, seven and five in his first two years. Yeah, is your prediction? It's not good. It's an improvement, but it's not good. Mm-mm-mm. All right, break time. Uh, Eight thirty-four in the morning. What Jeff Levy had to say about the Iowa State defense next. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. We played really, really well. Uh, really defensively, giving them a chance to win every single game they've played. So just a ton of respect for how they play, the way they play, uh, how well they're coached. And uh, be a great challenge for us on the road this weekend. That's Jeff Lebby talking about the Iowa State defense. Number one defense in the Big 12, top 10 in the country, allowing 15 points a game. We'll see if the Sooners can unlock them 
on Saturday morning at 11 a.m. This is a fascinating matchup between the two teams right now at the bottom of the league in the standings. Strength on strength, weakness on weakness. The OU offense against the Iowa State defense, strength on strength. The Iowa State offense against the Oklahoma defense, weakness on weakness there. They have given up this year, TJ, uh, in seven games. They've given up 10, 7, 10, 31 to Baylor. Make note of that. 14, 10, and 24 to Texas. So there's been a there's been one team get over 30 on them. That was Baylor. Yeah. Uh, and there have been only two teams get over 20 on them. Texas and Baylor. That's why the so. the, the texter that predicted the 45 earlier. I'm like, that's you know you're doing something. You're getting something done if you accomplish that because you know outside of Baylor they haven't even allowed 30. So they've been salty. Speaking of Baylor. The network's putting a six-day hold on the OU Baylor kick time for a week from Saturday, the game back at Owen Field. So we'll find out on Sunday or maybe late Saturday night what the kick time will be for that game. At this point, don't we just say, let's just put them all at 11? 11 a.m., yeah. I don't mind that. I know nah, people are yelling I right now. I want to see the lights. I know people are yelling right now, but nah, I don't we're mind just that. Kidding. We're just kidding. It's a home game. I hope it's a night game. I want to see the lights. Uh, I want you know. Let's give uh, Norman a break here. I think that one will be a 6 p.m. game, and I believe Bedlam will be an 11 a.m. game. That's what I'm predicting. Well, is there any reasoning behind that, or just because somebody has a stupid face? Um, you have a stupid face, so I'm just putting. But, I'm just uh, saying that about you. 100 percent agreement with that. <laughs> Uh, tonight, we got men's hoops at the LNC, the one and only exhibition game coming up tonight, OU and OCU. Um, sounds like, based on our chat with Porter Moser yesterday, that the one guy that we will not see tonight is Luke Northweather, the freshman out of Jefferson City, Missouri who rolled an ankle, it sounds like, in practice and probably will not be in action tonight. But the two guys who did not play on their European tour, freshman Benny Schroeder out of Germany and uh, the Missouri transfer, Yaya Keda, are both back. They have uh, they had uh, procedures to clean out some knee problems, and they're back and uh, are a go tonight. Are you a big Benny Schroeder fan, Teach? Or do you do you have an attraction since he's from Germany to Benny Schroeder? Well, I hope he's a uh, no, obviously a different player, different style. But I hope he's as successful as uh, the other German player I love. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Hope he lights it up for Oklahoma. By the way, stupid face. I mean, come on, Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah. Oh, the stupidest of stupid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> people texting in when i say someone has a stupid face i'm meaning it in a funny way i don't really mean that they have a stupid face all right and i realize i have a stupid face it's a it's kind of an adam sandler comment you know i don't like their stupid face it's you know? a catch-all 
when you don't really have a great reason for exactly. liking someone. Exactly. I just don't like their stupid like, face. I don't know. I don't know why I don't like them. <laughs> I'm just going to say they got a stupid face. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm tired of Toby asking me what for logical reasons. <laughs> yes. As to why I don't like this person. So I'm just going to say he's got a stupid face. Some of it I with some it. of these is just good old sports hate. I just pick certain individuals, and if I don't like them, then I just let that sports hate build. Agreed. But that's kind of my point, is you pick weird sports hates. <laughs> weird to you, most, not weird to me. It's weird, weird to, to me that you don't people, like Tom Brady. Most people don't like the the teams and the coaches that are beating them all the time, that are the that are on top of the mountain. LeBron James, New England Patriots, yeah, Alabama Crimson face. Tide. LeBron James has a stupid face and a receding hairline. You're drawn to those people. You're drawn to them. That's not true. I don't like LeBron James at all. But you do. That's true. I don't know why. I mean, it doesn't make sense you'd like Tom Brady and Michael Jordan and not like LeBron James. But for whatever <laughs> reason, you have decided not to like LeBron James. <laughs> right. Um... <laughs> I have and my reasons, and those reasons sometimes are nothing. Out, like, Michigan has not been anything to us, nor has Tennessee. We've actually had our way with them. Right. And uh, UCF or? Dusty Baker. Dusty, Dusty Baker. Baker. Dusty Baker. Not now, Dusty Baker does in the way affect me and my division, but the Rangers haven't been good since he's been there, obviously. The, the best reason years. to not like Dusty Baker is that he's the manager of the Houston Astros. Right. Who are a very unlikable team. Someone said earlier that he, uh, his wife said that he uh, has some health concerns there with the gloves, and so he's Thank paranoid you. over some germs and different things. But then okay. they said, which makes no sense because he touches everything, then touches his face and the toothpick with the gloves. Oh, okay. And so <laughs> that makes sense. I don't know. Makes him feel better maybe a little bit. I guess. Uh, what's the other thing? Oh, Thunder Clippers tonight in OKC. But uh, if you're going to this game, get a program. Paul George not playing for the Clippers. SGA, Giddy, and one of the two uh, Williams out for OKC tonight. Man, I I see no way without SGA and Giddy, Oklahoma City's not 0-4 by the end of the night tonight. But we'll see. Miracles happen. Thunder Clips, they're going to play two games against each other. It's a big week for Noah Eagle in Oklahoma City, TJ gets uh, two Clippers games here, and I'm sure he's going to pop by because he's calling the OU game on uh, Saturday. I'm sure he'll pop in and visit with Brent Venables and Noah. Just let him. Just don't say anything about a three man or four man front. Whatever you do, all right. <laughs> hey, by the way, Doc says for you to be safe tonight and go Sooners. Thank you, Doc. We'll be back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by R.K. Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. Final segment brought to you by... Cleveland County Family YMCA. It's the crossover. Is that still true, by the way, Teach? Nah, I'm not sure, but we'll go with it. Yeah. Chris Plank joins us now. Who will be speaking to 
my play-by-play class tomorrow afternoon. That's right. Teacher. That's right. The back-to-back play-by-play. Tell them the best thing to do program. is to latch on to Patty Gasso. And <laughs> no, that job is not available. That, that will be my <laughs> Find only, you a dominant elite national fi- championship fi- Find you program. your Patty Gasso and <laughs> your Jim Gasso, and there you go, and your JT, and you're good to go. How are you, T-Row? I'm good. I was going I'm over good. the uh, Sooner Sports Talk from last night, which – oh, well, hold on here. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Just posted on the Sooner Sports Podcast. Oh boy. I um, was attacked last night by the head coach. There you go, Darla. There's your answer. What happened? Oh, she's she... trying to find where to, to well, find it. Well, uh, have ESPN Plus. Do you need that on the on the podcast? Or no, you're, it's free. Okay, I got yeah, you. you go. Got you. You uh, you can just a compute. Well, I guess not technically free. You do need a computer. It just doesn't magically start playing in your head. Um, but yeah, go check it out. Because last night I'm. I get in this morning and I try to chop up some stuff for for Drake to make sure he has it and and of course I usually post the pod as soon as your show's over, but I guess when I closed my computer it didn't post right. You did the whole thing where it's like you saved everything, you wake up the next morning, it's like man, yeah. I need to call Apple. This is crazy. This hasn't posted yet. Well, it doesn't help when your boy didn't click a button to make sure that it nah, published. So, exactly. how did you feel attacked? I haven't got all the way through it yet. What happened? You no, know, he came after me for three and four man front thing last night. Really? I, I, I'm just joking. I'm just right. joking. Oh, okay. But I know you. Uh, there, there was a segment where he was making a point over and over again about Iowa State runs a three man front, mm-hmm. second best defense in the league runs a three three five. When Clemson had the number one defense in the country, they ran a three three five. And he kept directing the comments at me like he was quizzing me over what did they run. Do you know what oh, NFL coaches don't front. like seeing? Oh. Three, oh, three, five. Three they don't front. like seeing that either. Cliff Kingsbury yeah. told me that. What did they run? Oh, oh, interesting. <laughs> three, three, five. I finally, after like three or four examples, I said, wait, hang on a second here. Are, <laughs> it was all directed under- at Toby, too, when he was saying this. <laughs> I, I was like, are you under the impression that I'm trying to get you to play something else? Look at the other end of the desk. That's the four-man front guy. Did Teddy throw his hands up? Yeah, it was funny. It Don't was, know what you're talking about. I have about. no idea. Toby's always saying during breaks, why are we running four-man front? <laughs> I don't know. It was it was a good TV. A radio. That's awesome. Uh, our podcast, whichever way you want to look at it. I tend, to, I tend to lean towards radio, but good. I can't wait to hear Could that. It's been bad. What do I know? Uh, no, it's great. It was great from what I've heard so far. I loved – we talked about this when we taped Coach's Corner yesterday, and I think it's really cool. The self-scouting. And it's not anything – I'm not trying to say it's groundbreaking. I'm not trying to be Colin Coward when Lane Kiffin was apparently changing college football when he had a guy on scholarship that kicked and punted. So I'm not trying to say this is like groundbreaking. But the whole self-scouting thing I find fascinating, right? To think about, you know, uh, I'll just, a Jay Vali and and a Brandon Hall. You know, sitting there looking at Bill Beanbow and Jeff Levy and saying, here's how I'd attack it, and here's what you're doing wrong, and vice versa. And and not that it's like that, but just, hey, it, it's a fresh set of eyes. Joe John talked about it. Jay Valai talked about it. And then, you know, you hear Coach Venables talking about it last night. That seems like they got some good information out of that, and that's exciting to hear. No, I'm sure all, all coaching staffs do Absolutely. that. Absolutely, right. But there, there, there is an interesting dynamic, I would imagine, there. But that comes with kind of maybe even setting your ego aside a little bit, you know, of allowing. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, the boss called us in at the radio station and said, right. uh, hey, Toby and TJ, I want you to listen to Tyler and Teddy's show and tell them what they should be doing different. Right. And then the same thing the other way. 
there'd be a little bit of, you know, hang on just a second. Tyler man. would what have you... a whole list. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here's what you guys are doing wrong. So, but but the scouting, the our defensive guys scouting our offensive guys, I think that happens every week yeah, to a sure. smaller extent, but especially during the bye week where they can do a deeper dive on it. It is it, it, it would make for an interesting dynamic. And you also think, Toby, about some of the analysts they have on this staff oh, yeah, and the quality sure. control yeah. coaches. Happening every week. Yeah. Right. Guys guys like J.P. Lossman, who you know, had an incredible collegiate career, solid NFL career. He's If, if I'm kind of understanding the, the dynamics here, I think he's helping out the defense, right? He's kind of like eyes on what the offense is doing to help out Todd Bates and the defense and you know you got Matt Wells over there who while he's helping out with the receivers as a former head coach I think came you know understanding strategy and clock is big with uh I think coach Venables leaves leans on Matt for that but it's another set of those eyes that you can use to kind of quote unquote self-scout so I thought that was really cool and boy they have this whole staff has a ton of respect for what Iowa State has done a ton of respect. They, you can tell they're setting the tone that this isn't your typical zero and four football well, team in conference play coming in. Sounds like Brent's been watching them for a lot of years mm-hmm. um, when he was at Clemson and everything about um, you know just how how are they doing it with obviously a a lower level of recruited talent mm-hmm. and yet they're leading the Big Twelve every year in uh, defense and he. He said it led us to in 2019 changing what we did at Clemson. We we uh, because of injuries or personnel or whatever, we kind of did we we copied Iowa State and led wow. the nation in and uh, defense. And so now he's been watching Haycock for a lot of years and has a lot of respect for what they do. And he went into good detail last night on the show. If you want to listen to the podcast about. What makes that defense difficult? How they, how they cloudy, they make the vision, the picture, the quarterback seeing very cloudy. And what the misperceptions are about a three three five yep. and all that kind of stuff. So it's a good listen. It's a good listen. Uh, especially if you don't like me because he wears me out. <laughs> Chris, have a great show today. My goal is to be a good listen today, T-Row. Have a great one, buddy. 7 o'clock tonight for the basketball game. Hopefully I'll see many of you at the Lloyd Noble Center. If you want to listen on radio, 6.30 pregame coverage. Kevin Henry will join me for that. Have a great Tuesday, everybody.